Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Joey Sudemir, CIO at Texas Health Resources. In this segment, we discuss how his team is working with UT Southwestern to make strides in population health management, the role of the CIO in knowing when to push ahead and when to hit the brakes in order to preserve resources, and the qualities he values most in future leaders. I'm sure there are some other pretty significant projects out there, and uh, I, I would imagine population health is one of the focuses. It is, along with the rest of the country. I, I think we're in a multi-year journey to, A, d define what that means to us. Um, you know, there's obviously published definitions of what population health means, and then that becomes tailored to each organization and their situation and their, their delivery capabilities. Um, in our case, that is now part of the partnership we've had for about a year with UT Southwestern, and that partnership is called Southwestern Health Resources. And one of the things we have done in that partnership is create a population health services company that will eventually, as we grow our managed lives, service those types of population health needs. And so we've spent the better part of 2016 and now into 2017 working with business leaders of that joint venture to determine what technology they need to support and enable their pop health endeavors. Mm -hmm. And that involves representatives from uh, both organizations? It does, yes. There's representatives both on the non-IT side and then we've got a very uh, strong and collaborative relationship with the UTIT department um, who we work with now just as if we are extensions of each other. Okay. So it really seems like it's a, it's, it's a deliberate approach. And as you alluded to before, not just jumping into something because it's a, you know, an industry buzzword, but really looking at what are the issues that we're, you're trying to solve. That's correct. And, and I think we're, when I say we're Southwestern Health Resources, which is the combination of the two organizations, when we, we formed this partnership, we consummated it for the long haul. And so we're taking a very measured approach to understanding what we can do together to help the people in the communities we serve. And I'm so impressed with the leadership of both organizations because they had the long-term view of what we needed to do in a, as an organization. And that's allowed us all to collaboratively travel down a little bit of a longer runway to figure out how we need to deliver these services in the best manner and then obviously data is so important to that, so uh, IT becomes a fundamental enabling piece of being able to meet our goals. Right. And is there, is there something of a timeline at this point for, for when you know, or how things will roll out? Yes and no. Um, we actually have a population of managed lives that started in 2017 that we're doing together, and so we do have some specific things we've got to accomplish this year from an IT perspective around shared tool sets and, and shared analytics. I think the longer-term vision is going to proceed in lockstep with our ability as, as a combined partnership to add managed lives to the portfolio. Right. Okay. So then part of that, that long-term strategy would include I imagine um, really using some of those analytics and uh, getting the use out of the data that, that you know, people have been looking forward to for years. 
Yes, and the good news is both organizations have pretty robust analytical capabilities to date. And so really the next opportunity for us is, is working towards figuring out how do we combine that set of analytics for the population that the population health services company is focused on, and that's what we're working through now. Okay. Okay. So in having these and, and other initiatives on your plate, is that really one of the um, challenges or, or opportunities with being CIO of a large organization, just knowing uh, where to devote your time and how much? Most definitely. And, you know, I take my role very seriously to ensure that our resources have the best opportunity to be successful. Um, Candidly, we're, we're, we're kind of pushing the limits of that with taking on the amount of organizational change we're taking on, and we have a lot of strategies to help mitigate those risks. But yes, ultimately, I think one of my key responsibilities to both the organization and our IT department is to ensure we're finding the right balance between the need to continue to progress and what we can deliver effectively and efficiently. Right. You alluded to before about about really how to manage that kind of change when there is so much and and not uh, you know overwhelming your people your your team and I don't think that there's I'm sure there's not uh, you know an easy fix to that but is there is there anything that you try to do to uh, keep keep them engaged and, and not too overwhelmed? I, I certainly wish we had a magical elixir that could solve that, but I think it goes back to some of the fundamentals. We talked about myself and and my direct leadership team. We're very transparent with our ITS department. We try to keep pretty steady line of open communications. We invest a lot of time in making sure that as the organizational structure goes downstream with leadership, that they feel comfortable in speaking up to us whenever, for sure, there's a safety concern, but when we've got delivery concerns. And then I I think our other responsibility as leaders is we can't send mixed messages. So we just went through our departmental goal-setting exercise, and we very easily could have listed way more than is consumable. And that doesn't mean we won't work on those things, but it's been important to us to make sure we don't put out a list of goals that our department looks at and says, this is nearly impossible to have all of these items as your top priority. So it starts with focus with us. Um, And then knowing when to push on operational performance and when sometimes you have to just manage operational performance to make sure you keep the lights on. Finding that balance is important. And as these initiatives spike up and down in activity, you have to, to vary the intensity that you monitor and manage those other aspects of delivery because each person can only go in so many directions at one time. Right. And what about building trust? I know it's a, kind of along the same lines, but how do you work to, to maintain that, that trust among the team? Again, I just try to stick to those fundamentals I mentioned earlier. Um, I'm a fairly open and honest and uh, communicative person, or at least I try to be. And myself and my leadership team, we never have an issue with letting the department know when we've made a mistake. Um, We try very hard to be open with them about where we're going and the reasons we're doing things. And then just being present so that 
when that feeling of, of too much or pressure bubbles to levels that can hurt performance, people feel comfortable approaching us and having those discussions. Now, that all sounds great, but really what makes it work is we have an unbelievably supportive, as I mentioned, executive leadership team. And so when we do approach them with those conversations of we're concerned about being able to deliver on everything that's being asked of us right now, they're incredibly supportive of, of reevaluating what's on our plate. Right. Yeah, that's, that's definitely important. And in looking at uh, the team members and when you're looking to identify people who, who have potential and can move up, are there specific qualities that you really value or does it depend on the person? Well, I know I keep going back to it, but to be true to those fundamentals, um, we look for people who are rooted in that same spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of an entry for consideration. So as people progress, we encourage them in their leadership roles as individual contributors to, to, to be transparent, to be data-driven, and, and to be collaborative. And I think that's so important because we would not be effective in those if just I or one of my leaders demonstrated those capabilities routinely but it really has to become the systemic model of how you operate. And part of the way you do that is to continue to advance and grow leaders that are in that same mold. Um, From my perspective, I tend to be attracted and look to advance people who first and foremost are, are organized in the way that they go about their business because to me that portrays that they have a command on what they're responsible for, and they have a solid approach to going about it. Now, that approach may or may not yield the positive results, and that's okay because we can course correct. But it's really important to me to have people demonstrate the ability to um, see the end goal, develop a roadmap, and then work towards execution. And then while you're executing, back to those fundamentals. If you can just be transparent, collaborative, and gain trust, we can work through any challenges that come along. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.